Okay, 50-50. Hell yeah. It was 50-50. Well, the thing I was about to eat was uh, a sprinkle or another piece of a gunpla runner. It was a sprinkle this time. <laughs> I won. How many sprinkles do you have nearby you mixed in with gunpla parts that this is a legitimate concern for you? Well, listen. How many gunpla parts have you accidentally eaten? Well, none. How many have I accidentally bitten into? That's a different number, and it is higher than the previous number. Oh, okay. <laughs> they look like sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles are also gross. I mean, they're not, like, great. I don't know. I don't like wasting food. <laughs> it's barely food. I know. <laughs> Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Romance of the Two Networks. We're back to our two normal networks this week. No no, no idle thumbs this time. Uh, I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Jennifer Uncle from Scanline Media. I'm M from Enroll Mapping. Jackson uh, now gets the day off because uh, we recorded two podcasts and they're very tired. Valid. Valid. Um, I, on the other hand, couldn't possibly listen uh, I am I am holding a candlelight vigil in anticipation of Kong Ming's death, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh uh, yeah, fuck that guy! I'm ready for him to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you listen to last week's last week's episode, Em? I did, but not. I haven't listened to the Ron Kaiser one yet. I mean, I started it, but I have not finished okay. it. Okay. Uh, well, I just wanted to know if you were ready for Kingdom news. <laughs> I'm ready for Kingdom News. What do you got? Okay. I think, I once I again think ha- it's cowardly to not buy the beer. Uh, even if you don't like beer, like pretending as if you're going to get the beer and then not doing it, coward. Do you know how much advance notice there was on that segment? <laughs> I'm just saying we got like seven weeks left. You could make it happen if you really wanted to. I'll try. It's a Canadian beer. It doesn't have a lot of distribution. I'll try, now that you put me on the spot like this and made me feel like a, a failure. You're fine, you're fine. You don't even like beer. I'll, I'd, I'll no, drink I, it. Send it to me, I I'll drink beer. it. You know, maybe we should do that. Um, this week we have two pieces of Kingdom News. I'm going to try and stick to a, a two, a two uh, Kingdom News uh, uh, schedule. First off, over in Japan, they are preparing to shoot a new Three Kingdoms movie. It is a live-action film. It is New Interpretation, Three Kingdoms. Uh, it is by director uh, Fukata Yuichi, um, who is a, a like comedy director. And so this is apparently, people are suspecting it's going to be a comedy Three Kingdoms. Uh, Three Kingdoms already pretty good at being a comedy, so that checks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, got some, you know, got some casting announced and stuff, and... Uh, yeah, so they're they just they're still announcing cast as of July sixth was the most recent round of them being like, oh, here's here's uh, Hashimoto Hanai who's going to be Zhuge Liang, aka Kong Ming's wife, right? And they're still still just announcing what what cast. part of the book are they adapting? Did they say? 
Uh, no, they did not. Um, oh, okay. So I just, I just found out who uh, Fukara Yuichi is. Uh, have you heard of Gintama? Uh, only as a thing that like seemingly is gone forever, but no one I know has ever watched. Yes. Uh, it's the it's the director of Gintama. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that, that's basically Japan's Simpsons in terms of it being a very long running show with a bunch of cultural gags and things like I, that. I feel like I feel like maybe like Doraemon is more like Japan's Simpsons, but sure, I'll take it. There can be, you know, uh, okay, uh, Austin Walker voice, The Simpsons, The, the Simpsons. <laughs> yes, you know what? That is just true. That is true. Japan loves The Simpsons. Um, and then we got our second piece of Kingdom news. This one um, is a little more rough because I've had to use a lot of Google Translate for this one. Uh, but over in uh, South Korea, we have the launch of a new gotcha game. Uh, which I've checked multiple sites, and it appears to be titled, uh, tr- translating to uh, Three Kingdoms Thrombosis. Which is a you weird should name. see a doctor if you have Three Kingdoms Thrombosis. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's exactly what you'd expect. It's just like, hey, what if, what if the Three Kingdoms, but they were brightly colored anime boys and girls? Great. Uh, and and you try and build up your power and 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 conquer the three kingdoms, I guess. Yeah, you got to feed everyone to Lubu. Uh, this this one article that I'm looking at from uh from an Android news site uh, alternately translates it as three kingdoms thrombosis and three kingdoms blood clot, neither of which sounds like a good time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't go with something like heartbreak or something like that if it's going to be what a game about dating or whatever i mean this is not an official translation i'm sure that's just too literal i'm sure that's just too literal i i Uh, just don't know i just don't know (laughs) uh uh, says here uh whatever genre you like the moment you access the game you can experience the battlefield (laughs) whatever whatever genre i like platformers like 2d platformers how am i going to experience the battlefield through that uh, I mean, I'm looking at these screenshots, and it is definitely, like, side view. It's not impossible there's platforming in here. Okay. It's not impossible. Um, if yeah, someone made a gotcha platformer, <laughs> my life would be over. Well, it'd be on a phone, so it wouldn't control well, but, like, if someone figured out how to do that on, like, a console, my life would be over. I mean, yeah, basically, Mario Run did that. Oh, a good game. Sorry, a good game. Yeah. Also, yeah, there's not really point. gotcha mechanics in Mario Run. There are actually. Oh, are there? They're fairly light, but yeah, they, they you you get other characters and stuff. Yeah, I, I played the game once, and I was like, okay, I'm pretty much done with this. Yes, you are <laughs> accurate. Um, but yeah, that's it for Kingdom news. Let's move on to chapters 100, 101, and 102, aka Kongming's farewell tour. If he doesn't die next week, I'm really going to be bummed. Yeah, me too. The narrator literally goes, and at this point, Kong Ming sealed his fucking fate, going to work himself to death. <laughs> uh, chapter 100, Raiding Han Troops Destroy Cao Zhen's Camp, Kong Ming's Battle Line Humbles Sima Yi. The battle of wits between Kong Ming and Sima Yi continues with both sides let down by their generals not following orders. For Shu, Chen Shi ignores Kong Ming and it overextends into a trap, and for Wei... Cao Zhen cluelessly fails to spot a Riverlands ambush when warned. Kong Ming executes Chen Zi after pretending to forgive him, and Sima Yi tries to forgive Cao Zhen, 
but he's so upset at his own foolishness that he falls very ill. Kong Ming capitalizes by sending Cao Zhen a letter that offends him so deeply he succumbs to his illness. It's fucking Kong amazing. Is... <laughs> it's a good letter. <laughs> uh, Kong Ming and Si Yi meet on the field and have a tactics off. Kong Ming is the victor. However, incompetence on the part of Go On means that Shu doesn't get the supplies they need. Go On bristles at his punishment and secretly defects to Wei. Under orders from Sima Yi, he returns to Shu and spreads rumors that Kong Ming means to usurp the throne. The Emperor summons Kong Ming back to address this. How would Kong Ming withdraw? Read on. You know cancel culture is not real because nobody dies when they get their call out post. (laughs) (laughs) Even before he sends the letter, he's like, oh, I'm going to send him a letter and it's totally going to kill him. And then he he gets some like some troops that he's 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 like captured and he's like listen I'm gonna return you home I know you want to go back to your families just give my friend Sao Zen this letter and he'll be so happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. I do also really like. Uh, so, not only is is this the Kong Ming farewell tour, but also the book is just leaning so hard over these chapters and just trying to like cover up Kong Ming sucking and making him seem great. I'm sorry, I don't believe that all this shit with Go On happened. I think this is his like 30th trying time trying to invade Wei and once again he failed and had to retreat. <laughs> Cuz that's what happens every single time. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh also the whole bit where he just forms eight hexagrams and an army gets sent in and gets lost. Like, this has happened a few <laughs> times in this book where they, he just is able to construct a maze with men or rocks and it somehow turns into like a fantasy labyrinth situation. And it's like, what the fuck is happening here? A maze of men or rocks is my favorite like magical realism novel. That's, that's a great <laughs> title. It's pretty fantastic. Um... I'm honestly feeling inspired for my fiction writing now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, I do I do really like the bit where, like, they both... You see the, you see the difference in uh, what... I feel like what Kong Ming has become over what Kong Ming was. I feel like this is a little different, where um, both of them have these generals that, like, that fuck up, right? And Kong Ming says, like, no, don't worry about it. Listen, we all make mistakes. And then the second the, f- the offensive is over, calls him in and executes him. Uh, whereas Simi Yi is like, no, listen, please don't stress out about it. Oh, God, please calm down. Oh, God, you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Kong Ming doesn't care much for anyone around him, really. While Simi Yi is doing what he can to win everyone around him over, um, so that they actually, so that they actually follow his orders for once. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it seems that he values everyone on his side more than Kong Ming does. He's also in chapter one hundred two, going to basically do this again with uh, Zhang Wen. Um, who he he captures Zhang Wen and he's like, listen, do what I tell you and you can live. And he does what he tells him and he's like, okay, great, and then executes him. It's like, wow, that that kind of sucks, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like I 
I just, again, I, I really just have trouble believing this whole go on story. Like, if Kong Ming wanted to usurp, like, this is so, such an unbelievable lie. If Kong Ming wanted to usurp the throne, there are like 20 times he could have had it by now. It would have been so easy. Yeah. He he has demoted himself. He was like, like his, on, on his deathbed, Shwanda was like, listen, if at any point you're like, man, I don't think this kid's up to snuff, just take over. And Kongmi said, I can't do that. Like, it just feels so, it feels so fake in this moment. Yeah, it's being the emperor is not part of his ambition at all. He, his goal from the beginning was to reunite China into one landmass and... He doesn't, he, he, he sees after, he basically watched how Shwanda did and was like, okay, being emperor would not, being emperor would not fit these goals at all. And also, I assume he is still at some point harboring the hope of being able to retire as a farmhand. Right, like also, what could he possibly want from, want? from life besides and putting an end to this that he doesn't have, right? Like, if he was an emperor... All that would happen, he'd have a little bit more wealth, which he doesn't seem to care very much about. But then he wouldn't be able to just disappear into his house for a couple of months like he likes to do. Like, he'd, t- he'd lose the freedom that he has. It doesn't seem like a thing that has any appeal for him. Totally. Um, but, you know, we're going to continue the the Kong Ming, you know, like, greatest, greatest hits last tour with chapter 101. Disguised as a god, Kong Ming comes forth from Longshang. Racing for Saber Gateway, Zhang He falls into a trap. Kong Ming adds extra extra camps even as he pulls his troops out, tricking Simi into thinking he is reinforcing instead of retreating. He settles the matter of his rumored treason with the Emperor, then prepares another invasion of Wei. Simi again meets him on the field, but this time Kong Ming uses decoys and disguises to prey upon the soldier's superstition and wins an ambush against Wei. Kong Ming tries to send some of his men home to their families, but they just love him too much and insist on staying. <laughs> they win a great victory, but it is short-lived. A messenger indicates there is a new danger from the Southlands. Kong Ming is puzzled, but uses another feint and withdraws safely. Zhang He of Wei tries to pursue, but is caught in a trap and killed. When Kong Ming returns to Shu, he learns that in truth... Leon had failed to send supplies and sent a fake letter claiming the Southlands invasion, then blamed Kongmin for retreating. This is a stupid plan, and he is summarily caught and demoted. <laughs> Pro- uh, Kongmin prepares for another invasion of Wei and swears that this time he won't prepare until he won't oof, he won't return until he's won. However, advisor Kaozhou objects. What's his protest? Read on. Uh, again, no, this didn't happen. <laughs> uh, we don't have uh, crunch culture here. We're just really passionate about being an army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's the lack of crunch culture. There's the idea that this, like, this isn't like a lowdown guy. This is like, like the like guardian, the heavenly guardian general Li Yan, a high-ranking like advisor, was like, "Here's my plan. I'm gonna send a fake letter." And then when Kong Ming gets back, I'm going to say, nah, and it'll go great. Like, no. To be fair, no, wasn't it just stupid? last week that he uh, got called back and when he came, the emperor's like, I, I just missed you. I think. I don't know. <laughs> it's difficult. 
<laughs> well, yeah. he he said that, but that's yeah, no, I know. Was, but but yeah. like people be calling Kong Ming back for no good reason. I mean, the emperor can do that, but if you're a nobody and you call him back on the lie of like, no, there's a crisis. He's to not cover up your mistake. To be fair, he's like, not a nobody enough that he didn't get murdered for this. He just got demoted, so he definitely has pull. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. I feel like he would have been smart enough to at least come up with a better plan. Like, it doesn't have to be a great plan. He could have gotten to high office and been an idiot. That there's plenty of precedent. But I feel like he would have at least had the plan of like lying about his like, like, oh, my supplies got raided or something. Not just like a letter that like. There's no step two of this plan. No. There's barely a step one. Yeah, the the whole plan rests on the Emperor being angry enough with Kong Ming to, like, execute him or, like, to demolish him to the point where he's not really thinking about um, what just happened. But, like, earlier in this chapter, when the Emperor brought him in under, under suspicion, he immediately lost his nerve. But it was like, uh, never mind. Uh, have fun. Yeah, the the emperor just uh, sitting at home, you know, like whenever, like just just clapping whenever his friends show up, and really not doing much else. Um, I just, it's it's I I, the moment where he tries to send his men home, and they're like, no, we we couldn't because of our love of his excellency is too great. <laughs> Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> Did you write this? Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, that's buck wild. The the way that the book initially framed it made me think it was a situation where Kong Ming was pretending to be generous so that the med would be like, "Oh, okay, I'll stay." When he wanted them to stay to begin with, but uh, it, it seems like the book just at this point wants to lean on him being very magnanimous they just they just want his they just want his his farewell tour to be a really really exciting one right this is like listen we have to we have to reinforce that kong ming is gonna die before his time despite the fact that he's been around for 50 billion years um and also this is one of those moments where like there's a paragraph where it's like, okay, so Kong Ming went back and he he talked things out and he got ready for the next invasion, right? And then the next paragraph is back in Wei and uh, Sao Rui, the emperor, is talking to Sim Yi. And he's like, okay, so their last invasion was three years ago. And I'm like, uh, three years just happened in between periods? <laughs> just the time scale here is, is wild. Um... And then, oh god, so we do have the, um, the, like, the demon god thing where he, where Kong Ming is like, haha, I, I, I came prepared with eight scale models of myself. It's cool. And this part's sick. I love it. <laughs> it's sick, but it's also nonsense. <laughs> it works. It's like, it not okay. nuts if it works. Well, and then he does, like, he's, like, uh, and, like, they're chasing him. It's like, oh, shit, he's doing magic to change the distance between points. <laughs> he's made the world non-Euclidean. The thing I like about this is that Kong Ming also just can do regular magic. And so, like, it's indistinguishable when he's using a cool tactic and when he's just got some ill magic going on. Uh, and I like that. That's true. 
That's true. Because there's a bit, I think it's next chapter, he's like, I call it, like, it's like, he did a motion and caused a storm. Then he did a different motion and dispelled the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is pretty cool. And the, and they make it like such a such a minor thing. They're like, oh, by the way, the reason this worked is because he just decided it was storm time. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I guess I guess part of part of my objection is just that I I am annoyed that they're jobbing out CME so hard. Uh, yeah. To be fair, he has uh the major problem of uh not being he's part of the villain faction and also all of his men suck so. Yeah, that is that is a pretty big problem, which is which is a problem everyone has right now. To be honest, like all the good men are dead. <laughs> all you have are these also rands and second stringers that just cannot get it done. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at some point, Kong Ming is going to be dead, and Simi Yi's hopefully still going to be around, and that might be all right. Yeah. Also, we've we've. I feel like whatever happened to Jiang Liang? Is that his name? Fucking Kong Ming's like protege. He just disappeared. I thought he died. Did he? Maybe. <laughs> Let me Google this. I'm looking now. Um. Well, this is so hard to. Pr- I don't even know what year we're in. <laughs> uh, two thirty-four. At least. Uh, oh, sorry, Jiang Wei. My bad. Oh no, he he'd be alive. Yeah, it seems like he's he's a he's alive for a while. He just sort of isn't doing very much right now okay well whatever <laughs> okay um but yeah speaking of of heroes dying let's talk about chapter 102 shall we yeah uh simi holds the bridge over the way Zhuge liang creates wooden bulls and gliding horses uh chao Zhou mentions that the stars say that this is a super super bad idea and Kong Ming offers a limp star schmars and gathers his troops. Sadly, Guanjing has died off screen of illness. In Wei, Sima Yi learns of Shu's invasion and is pleased because the stars clearly say that Kong Ming is fucked this time. Shu's first attempts are foiled by Sima Yi, who sees through Kong Ming's plans and soundly trounces him on the field. Kong Ming sends a letter asking Sun Quan to invade him in the to aid him in the invasion of Wei, and the Southlands Emperor agrees. Meanwhile, Zhang Wen pretends to defect from Wei to Shu on Simi Yi's orders, but Kong Ming sees through this and uses the opportunity to lure the Northlands into a trap. Immediately afterwards, he executes Zhang Wen. Having another supply issue, Kong Ming has mechanical wooden animals engineered to his specification to carry supplies. They are a great, su- they are a great success until Wei raids the supply lines and copies the design. However, this is all as planned and Kong Ming has built a trick into the wooden animals that he uses to seize all of Wei's mechanical pack beasts. Simi rushes to address this issue, only to be met with an army led by Zhang Yi and Liao Hua. Could Simi Yi withstand his foe? Read on. I love to be the guy that's defined by, like, using the heavens to understand when he should attack, and it makes him a great success 30 years later, going, this time, though, what if I just ignored that? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him, him, like, him, like, you know, I feel like a lot of the time when this happens, he's like, well, actually, there's this other constellation that says this other thing, so who knows, right? 
Yeah. But this time he's just like, who cares about the stars? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, goodbye. <laughs> uh, his plan being just to make a bunch of cool mechanical animals, though. Very cool. I like it a lot. <laughs> Getting into steampunk territory here with, uh, the, like, the various designs. The funniest part to me about those mechanical animals is that after Sima Yi um, captures some of them and starts copying the designs... Uh, is like, okay, if we go over to these and we turn the tongue this way, they won't be able to move. And yep. it's like, during the part where you replicated this design exactly, Sima Yi, did you not at some point look into... Like, you built the mechanics yourselves when you were replicating it. Don't you think that you would have realized, oh, this is the break right here? No, I like that because no. they don't understand... Like, they just reverse engineered it and replicated it. They don't understand how it works. I, re I actually right. really like this point. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I mean, like, because this is, this is technology that, like, defies, you know, obviously defies even the era that this is written in, let alone the era it's supposed to take place in, right? This mm -hmm. is, this is basically magic. It's so advanced. Um, and so, like, Wei has no idea how this works. All they can do is just look at it and do the exact same thing. They yeah. don't know why it runs. We built, it, it's like, it's like contact, right? Like, it's like, we built another one. We don't know why it does what it does, but it does work. So we're just going to go with it. <laughs> You, you, you press the button and the, the Ideon gauge lights up and you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not ask questions about why it does this. Why is a baby powering the Ideon? Who could say? We're not paying attention. Nope. Yeah. I, I guess the show Broken Blade is kind of similar in that regard, too. But um, yeah, I, I I do I do like the whole like we're gonna make a mechanical army to get or like transport fleet to get all this stuff moved. Um, as always, the real winner of any battle is who has the best logistics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like it is telling that I uh, Kong Ming has had constant logistics issues, and mm -hmm. every time it has either been solved via magic or like it pointing at a different character we haven't met, we haven't met before and explaining why it's their fault um which i feel like gives me a peek into the history and how kong ming was as a strategist mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe he was not very good at logistics uh because the, the only time we've had like like sima yi be like shit him out of supplies is when he was subject to a month of torrential downpour yeah, and I mean, then that's he always just dealt with it. That's always been Wei's thing, right? Is they just have all the resources. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, but the the Riverlands are supposed to be like like a pretty incredible place as far as like like an incredible farmland and like yeah. Really but the wealthy. the implication I've had is the reason they were so isolated is that like the, all the farmland between all the farmland and the other two kingdoms are just like infinite mountain passes that are hard to move through, which is why you mm -hmm. had to build all these animals in the first place. Sure, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I'm curious what's going on with the the Southlands because the, we get this like this quick exchange with with Sun Quan right where uh, Kong Ming sends a messenger down there, and Sun Quan is like, "Sure, I'll help. That sounds great." Um, but like one, it seems like Kong Ming's about to die, and two, uh, the last couple of episodes we've had have been a series of the Southlands being the smartest motherfuckers in the world by saying sure will help and then just sort of staring at their nails for a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is uh pretty pretty you know again we've learned through the Southlands and through Sima Yi the best tactic sometimes is just to stand still 
Indeed. Sometimes you just gotta sit down and let everyone else figure their shit out and then mm-hmm. swoop in when it's convenient. What what they really need, if they want to win this war, they need someone who does magic. Magic seems like a really useful trick. I'm just saying. Yeah. Remember 10,000 years ago when the Yellow Scarves, like, made soldiers out of paper? Yeah, there's a guy who had, like, smoke jutsu, like, in, like, chapter two. Yeah, it was sick. I remember that happening in uh, in Dynasty Warriors. It was a nightmare. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh, you have to go kill this person within five minutes or the entire battlefield covered in smoke. And it's like playing Silent Hill 1. And I'm like, this is awful. Why did you do this? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's that's these chapters. Um, Last hurrah of of Kong Ming. I don't know. Like part of how things have gone with with Shu is that it's been so much the Kong Ming show for so long that I don't know what that story like. What what character do they even pivot to once he's dead? I assume that the other two kingdoms carve the fuck up that whole place. So, yeah, that, still, that's my assumption I, as well. You still think Shu's gonna lose? Yeah, but it's it's Schwan, like it's this is the story of Schwanda. How Schwanda won? That fool's been dead for decades now. Like <laughs> <laughs> my assumptions can't be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe. Huh. Ha ha ha. The actual thing is that I think the Southlands, unfortunately, are probably going to get stomped immediately when uh, she was gone. And that's going to be sad. I mean, they've repelled lots of invasions. Yeah. But if they decide they're going to try to take the Riverlands at the same time that Way does, I think it's going to go real badly for them. For that's sure. true. I mean, like... The Riverlands, the thing about the Southlands is that they've been just defending for yeah. so long that I don't think they have anyone who knows how to lead an invasion. Yeah, but they're probably going to try, and then that's going to go bad, and then they're surrounded on two sides instead of just one. Uh, yeah. We'll see, I guess. Coming soon. I mean, we're not, we don't have that many more chapters left. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're We're getting there. My brain is trying to come up with some kind of, like, the second coming, the second Kong mean play on words, but it's just not happening. Um, so I guess we can take it to the plug zone. <laughs> I'll go first, then. Uh, you can find Jackson at HeadFallsOff on Twitter. You can find me at EM underscore being. Check out our podcast, abnormalmapping.com. Uh, you should listen to The Great Gundam Project. It's at our Patreon, patreon.com slash normalmapping. We had Kato on this week from Waypoint to talk about Gundam wow. Wing. Gundam Wing rules. The Wing Zero showed up. That's a good fucking suit. I told you that was going to be a good, a good, some good apps. Yeah. That's a strong moment. I mean, you know, it's not, it's not exactly calling your shot to say these episodes of Gundam Wing will be good though. <laughs> no, they've mostly been all very good. I'm, I'm really curious because everyone on our discord keeps going, oh, I, I, I thought these happened way later. So what is the back half of Wing that nobody remembers what the fuck happens in it? <laughs> I can answer that question, but obviously I won't. Yeah, no. Uh... I forgot your name for a second there. What the fuck, Jen? Wait, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find me at JBU3 on Twitter. Uh, most of my stuff is on ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. Um, 
We do have a upcoming episode of Novel Not New, a true end podcast on Kindred Spirits on the Roof, which uh, should be available pretty shortly on the Abnormal Mapping Network. You can get to it via readinggames.online. And also just a sneak preview for what we'll be doing after that. We'll be doing some stuff from the Itch Bundle that everyone has, so hopefully we'll be getting some more participants in there soon. Uh, and I am at six Detmar on Twitter, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. If it isn't somehow obvious, I'm extremely tired. Please be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at the same places as Jen, ScanlineMedia.com, Patreon.com, so ScanlineMedia. Um, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, until next time, folks, you, 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 should, you should read on. Read on. Read on.